What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Here are the notes of our community corkboard filled with this week's events. Hey guys, producer Christine here with this week's community corkboard announcements. This week's community corkboard announcements is brought to you by The Collab Inc. Welcome to The Collab Inc. where work begins. The Collab is your place for co-working, community, and collaboration in an environment where you can come create and cultivate. We are located in the heart of Uptown Whittier where we can provide you all the services of an office without the confines of a long-term lease and the high cost of top technology. Fast internet? We got it. A place to sit comfortably and work? We got that too. A professional location for a meeting with a client or an event? Guys, it's right here. So pull up a chair. We saved you a seat. The Collab is located at 6709 Greenleaf Avenue. You can follow their social media at The Collab Inc. on Facebook and at the underscore collab underscore Inc. on Instagram. And for more information, check out their website, thecollabinc.com. Thank you to the Drees Lines for letting us use their podcast studio. Enjoy the episode, guys. Now back to the announcements. Every Friday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., we have the Whittier Farmer's Market, located on the corner of Philadelphia and Bright. As many of you know, What's Up Whittier is hosting a special City of Whittier 2018 City Council Candidate Series. Now, we don't normally talk about politics on our show. We mostly interview business owners from our beautiful little town, but we felt that the next general municipal election that'll take place on Tuesday, April 10th, is super important for our town. We need to have higher than 13% voter turnout. This election is for the purpose of electing council members from Districts 2 and District 4 and a citywide mayor. For voter registration information, visit the City of Whittier at cityofwhittier.org or lavote.net. Some candidates we've already had on from District 2 are Henry Bouchot and Bob Henderson. Today, you'll be listening to Dr. Arella Perez. For District 4, we've previously had Lizette Escobedo, and we will be releasing Fernando Dutra's episode coming up. For Mayor, we've interviewed Rolando Cano and Raquel McLeod, and coming up, we will have Mayor Joe Vinatieri and El Leon Savage. All right, guys, even if you're just tuning in for the political episodes, I hope that you'll subscribe to the podcast so you can learn more about what's happening in our town. Did you know that we have a Whittier Mayor's Prayer Breakfast? Um, I just learned this a few weeks ago when I was doing some research for the announcement, so let me share with you. It'll take place this Friday, March 30th from 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. at the Doubletree Hilton. Tickets are available. Check the link below. Mother's Day is coming up, and I don't know about you, but I know my mom loves unique art and antiques. So why not drop by the 23rd Annual Art and Antique Street Fair put on by the Whittier Uptown Association on Saturday, April 7th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Where will it be? It'll be here in Uptown. I think it'll mostly be on Philadelphia, so why don't you come on down, bring your families, and enjoy a beautiful day out. Have you ever been to a tea party and fashion show? If not, lucky you, the Whittier Museum is putting on their annual tea and fashion show, Fashion to a Tea, where they will be displaying their favorite ancient textiles from the last century. It will take place on Saturday, April 14th from 11.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Whittier Museum, located at 6755 Newland Avenue in Whittier, California. To benefit and support the Whittier Museum, go to their website www.whittiermuseum.org for tickets and more information. 
All right, here's something I like to do. I just kind of open up my phone, go on the What's Up Whittier profile, and I like to see what people are tagging us in. But likely today, I just reposted a bunch of stuff. So let's see what we got going on here. On Monday, April 2nd, from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., join the third kitchen takeover with Chef Jonathan Perez from Machin. This will be a collaborative project between Spin Lounge and the Naughty Day Brin. Spin Lounge is the hosting venue located at 6532 Greenleaf Avenue. Check out their Instagram at Spin Lounge for more information. Opening day for the Dodger season is coming up. Do you have your Dodger gear? Head to Shop the Runway for their Dodgers v-neck top and many more in-store and online at shoptherunway.com or 6704 Greenleaf Avenue to see if they have your size. Guys, the collab is opening up really soon. Not exactly sure when, but we will keep you on your toes and updated. So subscribe. Health, wealth, and prosperity. Join Eva Macias, financial expert, and Esther Rosales, licensed marriage and family therapist, on Saturday, March 31st from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. They will be providing a workshop for identifying the triggers to spending, emotional reactions we have with our finances, and learning how to develop a healthy relationship with your money. The event again takes place Saturday, March 31st from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the Atrium Business Court located at 6528 Greenleaf Avenue. Hey guys, I don't know about you. I mean, I'm not vegan, but I definitely know that we could use some more veggies in our life. So if you are a vegan or even if you're not and would like to have a catered barbecue platter for your Easter celebration this weekend, head on down to Masa Taco. They have prices per platter at $45. If you need more information, you can email them at masatacowittier at gmail.com or check out their Instagram at masataco. And you know what's interesting? We just got a comment on our post saying, where is this place? Because they always drive by. And it's between Gunn and Kalmata on Lambert. If you're not familiar with East Whittier and the Lambert Corridor area, it's kind of uh, not that busy. But you can check it out. And if you are familiar with that area, you're probably familiar with Lascaris or La Venadita, which is the little meat market right there. It's right across the street. There's like a black um, billboard thing on top, but there's a fancy M that stands for Masa Taco right across the way, and that's where you get your bomb vegan tacos. On April 7th from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., join the beautiful Cielo Beauty Babes at Cielo Beauty Bars for their Loteria Night. Join them for a fun-filled night of Loteria Amigas and shopping at your favorite vendors. And don't worry, vino will be provided. For more information, check out at Cielo Beauty Bar and at Loteria Nights. Some more Dodger gear, guys. I don't know if you're ready, but Ivy Love Shop is putting out a pop-up on March 29th at the shops at PIH in Whittier. Usually, she's an online boutique and doesn't really do same-day pickup, but lucky for you, she is having a pop-up at the shops at PIH Health in Whittier. They're located at 12141 Washington Avenue. That's where Washington and Lambert Road meet. The following items will not be available at the pop-up and are exclusive to ivyloveshop.com. Her new hockey tees and coaches jackets. Don't miss it. Okay, here's our last announcement. If you don't have any plans for Dodgers opening day, why don't you go on down to La Pescadora on Thursday, March 29th. Their special that day will be a bacon-wrapped hot dog with fajita mix, ketchup, mustard, and chipotle mayo for 4 bucks. Happy hour when the game starts until 10 p.m. And catch the NCAA tournament after. They will have happy hour from 4 p.m. to close. They'll also have micheladas on special too. All of the michis are a dollar off. Tacos are only $2 that day for Taco Thursday at La Pescadora in Uptown.
Come to La Pescadora where they'll be selling $2 soft tacos all day long and their classic margaritas are $4 all day. Happy hour Monday through Friday from 4 to 7 p.m. includes $6 well drinks, house wines, and 11-ounce margaritas. $1 off all draft beer in both sizes. If you don't have any plans that day, head on down to La Pescadora right across the street from Whittier Village Cinemas and enjoy with your fellow neighbors and celebrate the Dodgers. Have something you'd like us to feature in the community corkboard? Tag us on Instagram at What's Up Whittier and check out our Facebook also at What's Up Whittier. Or you can even send us an email at What's Up Whittier Pod at gmail.com. Also, if you like this podcast and think other Whittier townies would like it, recommend it to them. If you have a friend who has never heard of Whittier, or if you have a friend who hasn't been to Whittier in forever, definitely recommend the show. We have a lot of exciting things coming up for the rest of the year, and we'd like for the whole community to join us for these exciting moments. So don't forget to subscribe or else you'll miss out. Again, this week's Community Corkboard Announcements was brought to you by The Collab, Inc., located at 6709 Greenleaf Avenue. For more information, check out thecollabinc.com, go to their Facebook at thecollabinc, or check out their Instagram at the underscore collab underscore inc. All right, guys, enjoy this episode. Take it away, Justine Remo. What's up, Whittier? What's up, Whittier? You don't have to do the song anymore, you know? Why? Because on the last podcast, Re, uh, uh, Christine Copied has a it. little. She has a little intro for you already. Dun, da, da, da. So it's copyrighted. You can't use it. By <laughs> me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which sounds good, actually. By the way, Christine, that was pretty good. Dun, da, da, da. So uh, today, like every every week, especially the last couple actually, weeks, actually days, because I think has it been weeks or has it been a couple of days between the last one we had. Uh, interviewed. Um, we're still in our in our uh, Q and A uh, for all our city council candidates. Um, and today we have a special guest. Hello, uh, District Two candidate um, Irela Perez. Welcome. Welcome. Thank okay. you for having me. You're very welcome. Hi Eva. Hi Alex. Hi Isabella. Hi Suyen. Hi mommy. And hi, Daddy. <laughs> family woman is always a family yeah, woman. No, we should have. Christine will edit that and put that as the beginning of the. Uh, yeah. All righty then. <laughs> well, tell us, uh, tell us about who you are. Okay, so I am a mom of four kids, a long-term resident of Whittier for over the past fifteen years, and I'm. That's what I am. That's who the I. I'm very active in my community. I'm raising my children. Um, it's all about my kids and my community. I'm a Whittier City School Board member for um, our local uh, school district uh, for the past six years. And I'm a Cultural Arts Commissioner for the past six years, so I'm an art lover. I am involved in, I'm a Soroptimist, a Rotarian. I sit at the board of the Hispanic Outreach Task Force as an advisory. Uh, so we fundraise for scholarships. Um, there's nothing I will not do for my city. I'm in the YMCA and the Boys and Girls Club of America mom volunteer. Um, my kids are little, and uh, I just want to live in a community that is safe. So I devote my time to my family and my community. That's it. You don't do anything else. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I, I have two jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a single mom, the solid provider of my home, 
And so I am an educator, was a teacher, counselor, curriculum specialist, principal, uh, superintendent of schools, and now I coach principals. And also I work for um, Common Sense Media, Common Sense Kids Action, and we lobby for children's rights. So I both of the jobs have me on a flexible schedule. I work a lot from home, so I'll be using the collab space as well. I'm really excited. So I have a flexible schedule. So I, I, you know, I'm a high, you know, level professional, but I'm also have the feeling of a homestay mom because I get to, I mean, I make my own schedule. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you're right. I mean, those are two full jobs. Because just coming from a family, it's like, or having kids, it's like, that could take all day. Yeah, being a single mom is a <laughs> I mean, taking care of our little dog has just been a pain. Oh, that's nothing, man. <laughs> I have a cat, so, yeah. yes. They feed themselves. It's yeah. okay. When, when they bark at 2 o'clock in the morning, oh, no. I know. I know. Yeah. Oh, wow. That, that sounds like a, a full, full schedule that you It have. is. Yeah. It is. But I'm very blessed. Yeah. I have the opportunity to be a leader in my community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I'm a really good mommy. I'm, I'm really proud of who I am, and I'm really proud of my legacy in education. For over the past 25 years, I've built an army of the next generation leaders, and that's, uh, you know, I, I, that, that, that's good. That's oh, good definitely. Feeling. It's a big task, I mean, to be able to do something like that. Um, but I've, I've seen that you've also been referred as doctor. Yes. Where does that come from? Are so. You- Yes. So I have my doctorate in education, curriculum and leadership and instruction, and um, from a prestigious university here in the Southland. Um, You know, I'm not about the football games and and all that. I'm I'm all about education. I believe in the power of education. Education changed the course of my life. So uh, for me, um, can I tell you a little bit more about myself? Yeah, feel free. Yeah. So I was born and raised in Nicaragua. I'm an American of Latina and Chinese um, heritage. My grandfather is from Guantan, China, and came to America when I was 15. I didn't speak a word of English, and I managed to graduate with honors from high school, went to Pasadena City College. I come from humble beginnings, and um, moved to Cal State Long Beach, and my mom said, I will not leave you pearls and diamonds, but by golly, I will leave you a good education. My father said, hurry up and get your education and obtain the highest level of education because the laws anti-immigrant are going to be more remarkable. And so um, my mom did leave me the pearls that I wear proudly all the time. I'm with her all the time. She's, you know, they're they're here with me. And so um, I went to school, and I believe in the power of education. Education changed my life. And so I, that's my mission. My mission is to change the life of our kids in Whittier and in our community at large here in California mm-hmm. through education. And you say your kids go to school here uh, yes. in Whittier? Yes. So I'm a former Hoover Hawk mother. Yes. So for all those Hoover Hawk parents yeah, right know. here, um, my children used to go to Hoover. But uh, the two older ones, they grew. They had to go to middle school. And in order to keep myself sane, not be driving all over town, uh, with them, so I moved them to Andrews. Andrews is our K eighth school in Whittier City, so I have them all together. Nice. Yeah. So now next year, I will have to drive to schools. Yeah. Because my oldest one is turning fourteen, 14. Wow. next week. 
Wow. Yeah. So I'm going to high school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then it comes to him driving, him, him or her? Her, Eva. He's driving, yeah. My wow. baby born, my, my firstborn. Yeah. I have four. I have four on my private collection. Wow. <laughs> yes, and 6,000 in the Whittier City School District. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, that's a big task. Well, I mean, again, as a, I think education is definitely one of those uh, obviously fundamental um, uh, base, I guess, or foundation that you really have to have because that will really set you off to the right course, right? Um, and obviously coming from my background, uh, you know, same thing. I mean, you, I didn't go to the best schools uh, growing up, but but there was educators who were really good. I mean, I had specific classes that, you know, th they were, I mean, they made it fun for me. They made it where I actually wanted to learn, yes. which I think is very important. Yes. Um, and something I think that gets lost, too, in terms of appreciation of our educators. Because mm -hmm. um, I think like any any job or any profession or any company, mm -hmm. um, you really have to make sure you have really good employees. Because yes. they're the ones that are running essentially the machine, yes. right? Um, and so, again... Appreciate you putting in that effort to to work with the with the you know school districts because um, again it's it's it it takes people who understand yes the true meaning of education to be able yes. to kind of push that forward so yeah education is the foundation of everything I yeah. mean look at how successful you are in your own career and your you know in your hobby and yeah. your community advocacy and service and it's because of the work of your parents of course yeah. but teachers right. Yeah. Yeah. Teachers are very big influencers in, in people's, um, you know, life experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, teachers could definitely change the course of, of your life by a simple conversation or someone mm -hmm. just uh, reaching out and providing a hand or maybe staying with you a little bit later. I mean, I, I think we probably all have some experience where mm -hmm. an educator stepped in um, and gave a little bit more attention that mm -hmm. just, you know, made the world of difference. Mm -hmm. you know? Or just so. having somebody that the child can relate to. Mm -hmm. Or that they can feel that they can go to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so what brought you to Whittier? Okay, so that's an interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, but over fifteen years ago, well, more than that, right? I met this man, and I madly fell in love. You know, my name is Irela, like Cinderella. Uh -huh. Just no Cindy, uh -huh. no mice, uh -huh. no curfew. <laughs> so uh, I felt madly in love with this man from Whittier. And his father um, was handicapped. Well, late father, right? And so I'm a good old family woman, and I wanted to make sure that my children, uh, you know, were raised with grandparents as well. And my parents had mobility at the time. Mm -hmm. So um, more mobility. So I came, I decided to come to Whittier, and I I settled here in Whittier, and um I have my children. They're all born here in Whittier. And then when, um, eight years ago, he left. My Mexican man left. Oh. <laughs> Has nothing to do with yeah. the race and ethnicity. Yeah. But my man, my Prince Charming, just walked out and left me with four children, uh, four under five. And that was the most difficult challenge that I've ever, well, not the most difficult, but a very difficult challenge that I've overcome and so the power of resilience, right, understanding that. And so um, I was uh, left in a very economical, uh, bad situation, and um, I wanted to get out of Whittier so fast, right, because I had this bad experience. 
but the children needed to um, needed I needed to give stability somewhere, and I decided to stay in Whittier because this is our home. Yeah, Th- this is our home. I needed to, my roots are here now. Yeah. I've lived more here in the in Whittier than I ever that I lived in Nicaragua. Yeah. Yes, and so, and um, so I I. I, 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 you know, after work, I will go to home and, um, you know, raise the kids, wake up, raise the kids, right? And so I had to work for a living as well. And uh, it's very difficult being a single, learning how to be a single mother and break the schema of what, you know, quote unquote, so high single mothers were looked right. at that we can't do it. Yeah. How can we do that? Right? How can we take a leadership position? And so people, we, we get judged. So I, no, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stand for all women and and break that barriers. Yeah. And so um, I know to go at night. So I will take my four little kids and go to the library, because hmm. the library was free. Hmm. We will read books. We will. I get to take them in pajama for pajama day <laughs> on reading with the dogs. And sometimes they'll give us a snack. Nice. So it's a good deal. Yeah. So I I found my love in the library, and then that's how when I under, that's when I understood the power of community. Because as a single mother, I had to organize my entire community to help me raise my child. And that is far better than one person alone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, talk, talk about, you know, taking advantage, or, or not taking advantage, making use of resources that are provided by a community um, and how important they are. Um, and, and for me, it, it makes sense that somebody who's, who's involved in council, mm-hmm. city council, or just anything related with the city, mm-hmm. um, should really be somebody who actually has gone through those services. Because at that point, you really know what works and what doesn't work, right? And, uh, um, and again, until you're there, you, you can really, you know, yes. <laughs> start doing something towards it. Especially, um, maybe not to make a change for you immediately, but to be able to make a change for whoever is coming right behind you who might go through the same experience that you had. Those who we serve, right? Correct, correct. Yes. So, um, um, again, it's, one of, it, it's a sad story, but I think it's a good story because, again, I think those experiences shape you as an individual to be able to kind of make those right decisions. So. Yes, I think yeah. it's a champion story. There it's you a go. story that is um, very relatable to people here in Whittier. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely, definitely. Yeah, I see my, uh, and I kudos to you, I, I see my older brother, they uh, have four kids, and they need both of them plus my mom, and it, it, like you said, the community is, is important, and again, kudos to you, because when I babysit one of them, I mean, I don't have kids <laughs> yet, but when I say babysit one of them, about an You're hour, at your watch. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> take this, like, I'm ready take to this go monster now. away from me, yeah. you know, um, so yeah, I mean, that's. That's, that's, that's yeah, all. no, I've been a single mom for eight years now, and it's um, every day, yeah. every week, yeah. every month, yeah. every year after year. Yeah, it doesn't so change. So being a single mom is uh, it's very honorable. Yeah, yeah. So, so what's the reason behind you? Um, I mean, is there a specific reason why you're going into or running for city council? Yes. <laughs> I don't see myself not, not running um, so I'm a mom, right? And my responsibility, my love, is to raise my children. But you know, once a mom, it's 
el, like, you know, in the Latino, we have, in Español, decimos, donde comen uno, comen dos, yeah. right? Where yeah. one eats, um, two. other two yeah. eats, right? And so um, I'm a mom in the community. Yeah. Right? I mentor a lot of children. I'm involved in through many organizations that do great things for kids in the Willard City School District as well with our 6,000 children. So um, I, I don't like the current direction that our council is going. You know, kudos. I love Whittier. I decided to stay here in Whittier. I'm madly in love with Whittier. Um, I, I give a lot of time with my family here in Whittier. But I think we need a new leadership. We need a, few, uh, a fresh new perspective. Yeah. And I believe I can offer that perspective. Yeah. And it's funny because everybody we've interviewed so far, it says the same thing. It's like, look, I, there's a reason why I'm still here. You know, I love the place. I love the town. Um, you know, the, the council members that are there right now, obviously, there's not – I'm still here even though they're still there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's that opportunity mm-hmm. that's given now mm-hmm. to be able to make a change or a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, why not take it, right? It's a, well, it's more than why not take it from me. It's like, you know, somebody who's been there by the time they want – by the time they want to be done, is 40 years, really. Yeah. See, I was born in Nicaragua, right? So I come from a culture of government that doesn't want to let go. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, like in any government, some people love the government and some people doesn't. And walking door to door, I have found out a lot of people that they want change. Yeah. But our current government don't, don't get to hear that because they're not, you know, hearing from everyone. So um, I believe we do need that change. And... Um, I'm willing to endorse another candidate that I believe on, but I, I think I can do a better job out of every candidate go. that is here, right, <laughs> running for this race. Yeah. The, what you said about the same person being in there for, uh, for a long time. But by the way, sorry, Reem, I'm going to cut you off because yeah. we just had a, 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 a community a, member. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Say hi. Again, we're 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 recording at the collab. at the new space, yeah. So we're in the middle of a window. So people yes. are gonna. There's <laughs> another guy outside looking yeah, at yeah. us, like, "What's going on?" Yes. <laughs> um, what, what I was saying earlier, um, uh, same thing that happened in Egypt. I'm Egyptian, and so you have the same uh, reign and same power for so long, and sometimes it doesn't keep up with uh, what's changing, what's happening, and that's they had the big regime and uplifted, and yeah. you know all that stuff that happened in Egypt. So. Um, new ideas should come often. And I think when you have the same people, um, you know, whether they're doing a good job or not, I I still think at the end of the day, new ideas need to continue to come. And I think they get limited after uh, you sit in the seat for for too long. Not not also that, you know, when you're a leader, your job is to build other leaders. Correct. Are you going to tell me that in... 40 years, you haven't found not one person here in Whittier that can take your place. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. really? Yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> I mean, it's again, it's one of those things where I don't think people really saw themselves in, in those shoes until now. Uh-huh. Um, and again, I'm excited. I'm excited because um, you're right. You're going to have a lot of good ideas and, uh, and fresh ideas. Um, I just hope everybody, you know, gets out to, gets vote. Out to vote. Yeah, so. gets out to vote. Unfortunately, though, we're gonna split the vote. That's an unfortunate thing, and the, you know, the the old establishment, the status quo, is gonna win. I'm afraid of that. Yeah. So I'm gonna urge, you know, I'm gonna encourage everybody to get out to vote. In my case, vote for one candidate, and that yeah. candidate is Irela Perez, because um, you have four candidates yeah. that you, if you don't want to ha- choose the status quo, 
then you have four choices. Yeah. And four choices is going to elect the yeah. status quo. Yeah. yeah, it's just a math equation. Yeah. And so get out to vote, Irela Perez. There you go. <laughs> just yeah, You were saying something, and I completely forgot what I was going to say. It was important. Sorry about that. No, I forgot. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm sorry about just cutting your... your no, no, no. What we were talking about. We were talking about 40 years. 40 years. Getting it. Oh, as uh, you were saying, you're getting excited about the election. So here, I'll give you the other side. Before we even started these these interviews, I, I wasn't as excited. I'm like, another election and mm-hmm. so forth. But as we interview each of the candidates and seeing everyone's passion, it's really mm-hmm. uh, inspiring because, you know, in, in the past, I would, I'm a registered voter, but I would vote for maybe for a presidential election. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm probably limited to that. And... Um, and there, no election is as important as the local ones because mm-hmm. that's how you're going to get impacted uh, immediately. Right. So as I listen to all the different candidates and people, and, and it's, it is now really exciting for me, and that's just uh, a kind of a, I don't want to say an outsider looking in, but just someone that's normally not uh, out there and voting this, as often as, as This election is so important, and you have the power in your hand to change. So don't don't please don't be fooled that it's not going to make a difference. It's going to make a difference. And keep in mind that when you're selecting your candidate, um, whoever you do select, uh, throughout a throughout a race, running it's very hard. It's also it's actually fun too. You can you can make it fun because you get to meet so many people. Yeah, but yeah. it's hard because you have to yeah. work hard, 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 and then if you don't know if you if you win, great. Correct. If you don't, then so many people are behind you, and yeah. you feel like you let a whole lot of people down. But um, so, so now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but you know what? It's one of those things where like like I don't I don't think. I think the effort is still worth it, um, and the reason why I say that is like, for example, we're getting we're getting to know you know, on our tomorrow we're getting we're interviewing everybody. So, mm-hmm. what is it like ten, twelve candidates that wow. we're get, potentially getting? Um, so you got ten to twelve different experience yes. life experience that then brings out a different type of of um, point of views, right? Yes. Um, but even within that, like for example, say somebody doesn't get elected, um, their their passion mm-hmm. uh, for the community, mm-hmm. the, the 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 that they really care, mm-hmm. it's still there. I yes. mean, they were able to do something um, to get to a point where they're at now, mm-hmm. and I feel that most of them will continue whether they get elected mm-hmm. or not. Um, and I think for me is is something that again, uh, I'm excited for because. Um, I think we all need that. Like yes. we all need, uh, you know, um, community. Yes. And uh, to be able to kind of, you know, get together and do stuff like that, yes. I think it's, it's pretty but, good. Yeah, but going back to my thought as well, which is connect with yours, um, it's important to get out to vote. It's so important because, you know, from what I'm hearing from a lot of people, they want change. And so um, if we don't get that change, a lot of wittier people are going to be disconnected, disengaged. Mm-hmm. Because they are already disengaged. Look at our numbers. Our voting numbers are really low. And yeah. they're low because people say, I don't make a difference. Why? Right. I'm not going to change anything. The same person's going to get elected. Yeah. And so that, that is the wrong thinking. Please do get out to vote. And what I was saying on the, uh, before, it, a campaign really tests your character. Like you, if you really want to find out the candidate, watch what they do um, and how they do it. Yeah. If they go negative on you, 
if a person goes negative, if a person starts spreading rumors, yeah. um, they're going to do the same thing. Yeah. yeah so. Um, and that's the thing I hear about politics. Like it's especially here, like at a local level, you know, it's like, again, you guys are all you, you guys are all doing it for the right reason. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there's good intentions. Mm-hmm. You love your community. Mm-hmm. Um, so why would you why would you kind of, you know, you know, kick somebody in the knee you know, uh, uh, as you're kind of, you know, trying to go for for that race, um, if you're all going for the same thing, you know, it's like, why don't we all just work together? Well, yes, but, you know, that's when you find out the character of people, when you yeah. have your friends start spreading, yeah. you know, when a candidate have their friends start spreading rumors so that, oh, you know, it's not me, but yeah. it's your friends doing it. Yeah. When, um, you know, when they start running a negative campaign on other yeah. people, that just tells you what kind of person they are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's take it to a positive level. Okay. It, I, I see Remo kind of <laughs> frowning now. <laughs> so, so going door to door. I mean, what's the biggest um, uh, concern that that most residents have in your district? That's positive. You, I thought you said you yeah. wanted well, to take it to positive. What things are we going to be working? <laughs> positive is yeah, we're going to make it right. What things you know? are we improving? Okay, so once elected to the council, uh, from what I'm hearing from people, because it's not just my my ideas and my vision, right? But it's our collective voices. Uh, we need to work on the traffic on all the major boulevards. Okay. For example, yesterday I was walking um, Beverly Boulevard. It's a freeway. Yeah. One of the one of the residents got mad at me because I knocked I, I rang the bell twice, mm-hmm. but the first time I couldn't hear it. Mm. I couldn't hear because it it's like a, it's a it's a tr- it's a freeway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a freeway, so I couldn't hear that there was a a a, 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 a ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I knocked, yeah. and then I rang again, <laughs> and then I heard it, and he's like, "Why are you ringing my my yeah. bell twice? Yeah. It's because you can't hear it." Yeah. And so some of, some of the residents were sharing how they want to get out of their their home to go to work or wherever they go, and they have to wait in their car for 15 minutes before they have a chance to get out of Beverly Boulevard. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward um, to forming, reviewing what has been done before because I have trust in issues. I want to make sure that we review. I don't want to, you know, take anything for granted. Um, and maybe look into um, placing, uh, you know, changing the speed limit. And these are ideas that came from residents. Um, speed bombs. I'm not sure about speed bombs, but you know, we need to review all the different ideas. Yeah. Um, and maybe a traffic light. Because yeah, too many people are having accidents as well there. Yeah, it's yeah. Nice. so I, I drive down Beverly often and at and seventy-five miles an hour. No, I I, I right, never 65. drive that fast. Uh, at fifty miles an hour, and <laughs> I always look at the people that live there because their driveways are really short. The limit yeah. is thirty-five. Yeah, no, I, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not driving seventy-five. No, it's sixty-five. No, it's in the Jesse. It's like you know, it's thirty-four. And uh, but seeing how short the driveways are, and uh, knowing my mom, for example, my mom would never be able to pull out of that driveway no. of that house. No. Um, so I, my mom would, wouldn't live there because she wouldn't yeah. be able to pull out of the driveway. Yeah. So. We need police officers that patrol that. It, it, I think if, if a few of us, well, not me, I don't drive <laughs> tell, that fast. Tell the lady or the, the person, <laughs> get nails, throw them on the ground. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> slow them down. That'll slow them down oh, really quick. I'm not going to endorse that. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> All right. Well. That was Remo, and yes, he lives yes. in. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> What what other concerns do residents have? So people don't want to um, drill for oil. 
Okay. They just don't want to. They're concerned as well I am. We have um, actually many sites over in District 2 that we're currently drilling, and I'm concerned for those residents, their environmental conditions yeah. and uh, their homes being lump-sided, yeah. and as well, what are the uh, health uh, repercussions that we can have in the future. So I want to make sure once I get elected to council, we will review all that. And um, so I'm not for uh, drilling in our hills. People are concerned about not just uptown, but about all the retail here in Whittier. We need to bring uh, new, n- you know, new businesses to Whittier, uh, continue to promote the small businesses, but also bring new retail. And as to for me and many of the residents that I hear, we want family-friendly local businesses. I want to come with my... I spend money, too. I spend money, and I want to come spend it here with my family. I don't want to have to go out of my city, yeah. and I don't. I do I do here, but I want more choices where I can come with my family. I have sure. a 14-year-old. Yeah. And soon, I'm going to have to let her come and hang out with her yes. friends, and there's nowhere really a yeah. place that I feel safe. Yeah, yeah. The collab... Yes. Yeah, she can come and hang out here. Read Definitely, the book here. yes. Yeah. And then she can be with Rose, so yeah. or I'll be here too, yeah. working with yeah. you guys. Yeah. She can do an internship here. Were there <laughs> any concerns maybe you had going in, and maybe you changed your your thinking of not changed, but just like adjusted your thinking of them when it came to hearing their okay, you know their concerns. Um, not really. When I first started, and I, you know, I I. I I put on my business card, my first concern was uh, public safety is number one. Mm-hmm. For me as a mom, I want to be safe, yeah. right? And so for my families here in Whittier City, I want to make sure that they're safe. So for me, public safety is number one. I know the police uh, officers are concerned about the overdevelopment and the uh, stress that is causing on public safety. You see, when you build a city, you just don't, I mean, I am for development, and I am for low-income housing, but we need to do it smart, and we need to do it responsibly. We can just, just build, build, build all at once, and then we'll figure it out what we do with the roads. We will figure it out how we'll uh, have more public safety. No, we have to do things in a systematic way and be proactive rather than reactive. So mm-hmm. I think that I was right on point um, when I first started um, because I just didn't roll out of bed and decided to run. I didn't just move to the community. I'm a school board member, so I'm in touch with our families and from all economic levels. So um, so I think I got a good handle um, from the beginning from what people wanted. So with, with uh, I mean, we you talked about uh, development and all that. Um, if you were to see new development happening, what type of development would you want to see? Okay. So, all right. You know, this one I did hear from people, okay? Um, uh, uh, housing for seniors. So um, housing where, you know, we have a, in District 2, we have a large population of seniors um, that are getting older. Mm-hmm. And that's where I believe the council needs to be proactive rather than reacting. So these seniors, my parents are seniors, Mm -hmm. and I'm prepared to take them on, right, and take care of them when they no longer can take care of themselves. But I'm really not prepared. I'm a single mom, and I have to work for a living, so um, that takes a long time, right? So if we have continuous living, right, like, for example, Nellis would have been a perfect place, continuous uh, senior living where seniors can move from one place 
and they can no longer sustain to move to a different um, area within the same area. That way we don't have to ship our families to other cities to convalescent homes. Mm -hmm. Because then what happens is we, we lose the history of Whittier and then what are we saying to our seniors and to our residents that we don't value them? Yeah. And, um, and, and so, and, 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 and then, you know, the, the seniors don't lose their social life. Nellis would have been great because we would have developed more businesses that were family oriented and we all visit our family. So I think we missed an op a missed opportunity with Nellis. Um, high rise apartments and condominiums are, they have a place, but, um, but I, I think I, I want to review the zoning um, when I come into the council because that area is already too high density. And so if we're going to have a plan, we need to get out and canvas and tell people what we're doing. We cannot just assume that, okay, well, I said it at city council. You didn't hear it. You didn't hear it. It's your responsibility. No, get out. Get out. Don't just don't get out when you're running. Get out and talk to people, get to know people, hear from people. So. Now, when you say um, high-rise apartments and condos that are already here, are you talking in District 2 in, in here in Uptown or or where exactly? Well, you know, know the, the residents, yeah, like the, the residents okay. here in District 2, they're really upset about the um, uh, condominiums that were mm. built on the Masonic Temple. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's already a crowded space. There's tons of apartments there. It's already traffic street. It's already difficult to get out that of there. That was a trick. Which one is that? I forget what it's, it's called, but it's, yeah, it's, it's the street? new. It's on Beverly, on Beverly Boulevard. It's at the bend. Oh, yeah, that that thing is. So talking about getting out of a place. <laughs> I think we talked about it before, No, right? I was just there last week. I, for whatever reason, it, I want to go look at it. That's a highway because <laughs> people take that turn, and as you get out of it, that's. I'm pretty good at, at driving, but uh, I'm pretty good at driving. But just to try to get out of that place, it was pretty tough. Yeah. I went to visit, and have you, do you? I stayed at the dorms when I was in college. Okay. I mean, they're pretty from the outside, but when you drive in and they're like in your face, I talked to residents from there, and they say, "Yeah, we could have used a little bit more green here too." Yeah. They sold really quickly. Yeah. They look attractive, but yeah. what, how are they going to look twenty years from now when the yeah. council yeah. is no longer here? We are also building, unfortunately, um, right there on Wortman Mill. Oh, those neighbors are really upset. Uh, Wortman Mill oh, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Beverly. Norwalk. Norwalk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, those, by, the, by the Starbucks mm -hmm. there. Uh, yeah. Those only high-rise apartments. And mm -hmm. on the front, they have a few homes. Yeah. I mean, what is that? Really? Yeah. Build a new few homes so that they don't see the high-rise apartments. It's taking yeah. out all the neighbors' view. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty upsetting. <laughs> well, if, if you live there, you well, if you need to sell and you live there, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> real estate, yeah. yes. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm definitely not for motels. I, I we yeah. have enough motels. Um, you know what we should I don't do? Think anybody is. <laughs> we should have the council go walk door to door to see who lives in those motels, right? Don't you think? Well, and especially I, I, now that we're uh, during election time. I, I think it comes down. Sorry, my mic is all over the place. I think it doesn't want to work because it's already past uh, five o'clock. Um, I, I think it's one of those things where, for any development, mm -hmm. I, I think it's one of those things where, like, as long as it's not in your backyard, you're okay with it. Okay. Until you're actually affected, I think is when it becomes an issue. But Whittier is my backyard. No, you're right. Right? But, but I, going to what you just said is that mm -hmm. I think that is a perfect uh, uh, point mm -hmm. 
where you would say, you know, you know, put yourself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, would you want to? Would you be okay having something like that built right next mm-hmm. to your house? So, mm-hmm. um, I think that's something we miss. Um, and I get it. I mean, I know the city is 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 has its own zoning requirements and stuff like that. But who created the zoning? The council a long time ago. Same people. So they'll tell you, you can't do that. Well, of course, because you voted for it. Because <laughs> yeah, you wrote it. Because <laughs> you wrote it. Uh-huh. That's right. Well, I, I could go on forever on this one because that's kind of down my alley. But mm-hmm. um, let's, let's go out to the next question. Yeah. So you were talking about Nellis. So what do you think about the Nellis development? I think uh, we'll have too, too, too high density. You know, they're, they're, we need, I'm for open space. I'm for green space. And uh, we have a missed opportunity with Nellis. We have a missed opportunity. We could have, you know, used that um, soccer field. We we need a place for our children to be uh, as, a, as a YMCA mom volunteer. Um, I have to hustle. I, as a mom, have to hustle and help the coaches go find spaces yeah. where our kids can play, especially uh, during the, you know, the, when the the time changing, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And it's dark. We don't have lights. In That's it. right. You know, we lit our parking lots, but we don't lit our Parks. playing fields. Yeah, play fields. Yeah. And we don't. We just don't have enough. Yeah. And so we have to go build relationships, get to know people, beg to find a place for the children can play. Come on, Whittier. Yeah. Don't be reactive. Don't let it up to the residents. I know we're great moms, but come yeah. on, a little help here. I say we turn all the the surface lots into like play fields at like after a certain hour, like on the weekends or something. We spray paint those things green and like, you know, insurance isn't gonna. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> that's a good. Like, Talk about space, right? Let's yeah, explore anyways. that more. Yeah, that yeah, idea yeah. more. I'll let you find the insurance provider that's going <laughs> to insure that. Sold, sold. Insure that place. So talk talk about um, you know you mentioned about the libraries and, and and how that you know was definitely one of those places that influence uh, you know your kids and, and you guys kind of growing up and stuff like that. Um, what do you what are your thoughts about Mejorel? You know, Mejorel was a really like mixed feelings for me. Like it was so easy. Like I'm for Mejorel, and it was so tough because I'm not for increasing taxes. Yeah. Right. And so I'm an educator, so of course, you know, I'm here in Whittier because of the library. And so I, I campaign actively for the library. Yeah. And so I have neighbors that didn't uh, vote for the library, and I had to yeah, send a letter to the community as well. So, um, but, but it didn't pass. And so we need to, I know it wasn't for only a few votes, and it didn't pass. Um, because they're hard economic time, I believe if they're hard economic times, um, and also not equitable. Some people were going to be paying more than others, depending on how your house, right? So I'm for the library, but I'm not for another bond. Not right now. It's not time. I am for creating sustainable solutions for our community. We cannot just resource on. Oh, I can pay it, so I'm going to assume and overexercise my power that you're going to pay it too. No. So the East Whittier Library was built not with bond money. It was bond, It was built with creative money, yeah. grants, so we can still do the same uh, for maybe not ask what we were going to do with, the, um, with, with, with our central library, but, but, um, but we need to be creative. We need to have our staff at city council do a little bit more research, 
uh, and propose ideas, not just the very first one, easy, let's just do a bond. You know, we had, we had another interview interviewee here who we asked the same question, and um, um, was it he or she? I forget. Um, the answer the answer was, you know, why is it that we have to have our residents, you know, vote on a measure where they need to pay, agree to pay an additional tax to renovate a library? Those That's funds, <laughs> yeah, those funds should come out of the city. I mean, you're already paying into it. You know, mm -hmm. it's a city mm -hmm. amenity, right, mm -hmm. um, or service. Um, and, and you know, the, it it might sound as like simple, as like yeah, you're right, you know. Mm -hmm. But but I don't know if that was ever explored, and and why wouldn't it go down that route? Because I mean, um, you're right. It, it shouldn't be a, a I don't want to say a burden, but but it shouldn't be put on residents to say, hey, you want to tax yourself a little bit more to get a library? You know, mm -hmm. it should mm -hmm. be like, look, we the city believe in this institution that it's really going to do something for our community, mm -hmm. and we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. How we're going to do it, we'll figure it out. Right, you know? right, right, and. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just thought it, it, it was uh, it was pretty interesting the response that they gave us. Um, but again, and a lot well, of people don't you know they're they're past the age where they're going to lose the use the library, but yet they have to pay for the library, and that's what a community is about, right? Yeah. We all collectively put our effort and put something together, but um, the community said no. But they did, I don't think they said no to the library. They say no to taxes. Correct. So I think yeah. we still need to move on yeah. with the library project. Encourage more business for small business in the in the local area or in the district. Because with your district, you have all kind of spectrums when it comes to income. You have the uptown area, so so you have no idea how many is like people are upset that we lost Portos. Really? Oh yes. We had a bid for that. Yes, and in and out that. as well. So like everyone tells me, I cannot believe that we lost Portos. Where in was and Portos going to go? I don't know exactly where it was going to go. go Actually, that would have been a good spot at the have Nixon seen, building. Have you seen the, the Lions portals? <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's, I mean, well, you, Porto well, left. Porto left to. Um, they, Porto thought that they were not going to have enough economic uh, revenue yeah. and uh, Buena Park, yeah. and they did. They're doing better than Glendale, and yeah. so Portos didn't come here to Whittier, and they went to Covina, and so Porto's yeah. going to be there in Covina. Yeah. I saw uh, what's his name, uh, Kirk, um, the ex mayor of. Downey, I think he's involved in that project. Because I actually saw the picture like two days ago of them um, with the shovels. Mm -hmm. They just broke ground yes, yes, in, yes, yes. in Covina. Nice. So we need to review code. You know, I, ca I come, I come um, sometimes I feel, you know, I, I, I want to I come and eat lunch or dinner with my family and my kids. And I'm going to spend, what, like 40 bucks, right? And so I want to sit down somewhere where it's nice, clean, and pretty because I want the kids not just, just to fill their bellies, but I want them to see pretty and the standards of living. And I want to walk somewhere clean. Just Let's just clean the sidewalks. Yeah. Right? So I organize a cleanup myself yeah. just with some friends and community members. And we used to go clean the streets that leads to Hellman Park because people yeah. complain about Hellman Park. Um, about being dirty, but because there's no system in place. There's Correct. no system to pick up the trash for people to go make their necessities. As to for Uptown, uh, there are a lot of people that are complaining that just to put signage is just an adventure, just yeah. to get, you know, pay for code, how expensive it is to pay for code, how much time it takes to open a business. And people get discouraged. People quote and they said, 
there is so expensive to open a business in Whittier. It's so easy to do it in another city. So why is that? Why is that? So we need to review what other cities are doing, and maybe we already have, so we have to do something about it because we need to revitalize our, our, our retail, our shopping area. Jesse, is Whittier considered a business-friendly city? I'm going to take the fifth on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, just generally speaking, I mean, because I know you're in there quite often. You know, I I don't know, man. I mean, I don't want to... I don't want to make it a big deal, but it, you know, I, I think out of all the cities I've been to, again, I care. I'm passionate about where I have my business, where I bring my family, uh, where my family lives, um, and I just feel that I think we could do better. Yes, we can, um, especially for um, local investment, meaning. Just here in the uptown, you're going to have a lot of business owners who live here locally. Um, and for them to choose, I mean, they could have gone, you know, downtown L.A. They could have gone to, like, bigger kind of mm-hmm. thriving communities. Fullerton, Bray, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Somewhere where they could just walk in, mm-hmm. open their doors, and, mm-hmm. you know, be, you know, be successful right away. But they chose to invest here. And so I think that that means a lot. Mm-hmm. And and we should really take it seriously as a community, or or, or city, department wise, um, to really kind of help that out. Because because um, again, I mean, if it's kind of one of those things where like we where if you own your home, you're always going to maintain it well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Gonna, you have pride, you, yeah, you with have your pride. pride. And so I, I think it's the same thing with the business. It's like if you if you get that support from the city support from the community mm-hmm. um I, I just think it's gonna go a long ways um and it'll help fill out all those empty storefronts and keep them full for long term the so, quad is looking like a little ghost town the corner right is. there of the quad yeah and yeah. you know what it is it's just that are we a business friendly okay now i will tell you the chamber i'm a member of the chamber and they work really hard so I cannot knock down people that are doing a good job. And so um, can it be better? Yeah, it can be better, but they're doing a good job trying to, you know, keep it keep it up. And so the Uptown Business Association, like I'm really proud of them as a mom. They put the parade. They do the, the Halloween. My child develops. Not just They're just not taking, taking, taking my money, but they're giving back. Yeah. The new um, businesses uh, owner property, I, I met with um, the president. I was excited. Yeah. Some exciting things. We're going to have some ambassadors, create a new job for people. Uh, we're going to, you know, be, it's going to be a customer service family. That's really exciting, but we can't. You know, we need to put the responsibility on the business, right? So we can all, they can all fix their awnings and clean their own sidewalks. Come on, don't wait for it. It's not going to clean itself. Clean your own sidewalk. But also we need, as, a, as the leaders of the city, the council, to do a systemic approach to how to support. And maybe it is, but it's obviously not working. Something is not working. So when I hear, um, you know, we're business city and everything's happy and all this is happy and happy 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 not everybody's happy yeah so here's my unfit maybe i should ask yeah. you remo because you're <laughs> you know i have other businesses and and uh, we attempted to open in the the city of Whittier okay. three years ago and we couldn't because of 
parking issues, zoning, and so forth. So we went and opened in the unincorporated part of Whittier. Well, there you go. And the unincorporated part of Whittier is really easy. You can yeah, say, come on in. Yeah. <laughs> Just put uh, sign your name and put your and uh, write your name and sign it, and you get but a business. But we lost your business. Yeah. We and lost that revenue. We came back, and there was a building that we were looking at to occupy uh, what, a month or two months ago, and the same thing. It was... You need to provide us, and I'll just put out there, we needed to provide 16 designated parking spots for our business in Uptown. And m- my response to them is, who has 16 mm-hmm. parking spots? Uh, the banks don't, and this person doesn't. And but, but not even that. I mean, your business doesn't require 16 no. spots because yeah. the guys who your business is for aren't even driving. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, so. So policies are made, they're good, policies are, it's, it's good, yeah. it's good to make yeah. policies. I'm a policymaker for the school yeah. district, but policies of today are not the same ones from, yeah. for the needs of a community change, yeah. the yeah. needs of the everything, they change. So policies are to be reviewed. Yeah. And they're changing faster and faster nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, policies that were written 30 years ago lasted 10, 15 years now. I mean, you revisit things year over year. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, we're sitting here at the collapse. Exactly. And, and this idea, this concept wasn't around 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. I think now more and more places like this are going to be the norm where people are going to have a collective space where they come share. And this, this is what a family like me, this is what will attract me to Whittier. Yeah. This is exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And my, uh, I think I shared it with you, Jesse, my brother and his business partner have uh, shared space mm-hmm. in Los Angeles that they opened seven years ago when there was none in downtown LA. Yeah. And when I go there, the type of people that are there, just these you know younger, um, I don't want to even call them kids, but I mean they're 18, 19 year olds, mm-hmm. SC, UCLA, they all come together and they have ideas that are so far mm-hmm. that I, when I sit there and I listen to them, you know, they're 18, 19 years old, I feel like I'm the stupidest person because these kids are yeah. so far, you know, one of them, I'll just share the story. They have uh, the virtual reality yeah. where uh, they've raised, I think it was like $30 million, and they you could go in this virtual world and be whoever you want to be, share that in an actual video that's produced by the software, and now you're telling the story as the Greek god in the Egyptian years 3,000 years ago, and that's how now you're, you're creating content. Mm-hmm. And this is 18, 19-year-olds, and it's because of places mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. where you have talent Foster that comes together. Foster the creativity, yeah. yes. Yeah. yes. So, imagine, so, uh, imagine if we had the building right across the call-up this large. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's the future for Whittier. Yeah, New yeah. businesses that we can't even think about. Sure. New business that yeah. we need to collaborate and think of what we can do best for our city yeah. and our needs. Yeah, yeah. So the council needs to move with yeah. the current 21st century. Yeah, and and again, it, it moves so much faster now than it did five years ago, especially 10, 20 years ago. So if you're not looking at those zoning requirements and updating things to, you know, what's relevant today, mm-hmm. it's, you know, you're, you're just going to be left behind or you're going to stay wherever you're at mm-hmm. while other cities and communities, you know, start growing faster. Yes. You're right. So, so with that said, um, let's talk about Whittier. Oh, we have Christine is pointing at at these lovely arrangements, right, Christine? Yeah. <laughs> so it's from our lovely friends. Jesse, go ahead. It's Twig and Vine Florals, which we interviewed, episode number thirty-four. No, I'm just That's kidding. That's a wild Here's guess. Forty-six. Nah, nah, Forty-six. <laughs> Come on, man. 
if we can get a picture, yeah, we can yeah. see everybody see this gorgeous arrangements, beautiful flowers. Talk about a local business that just, yeah. She, Talk about diversity. These are yeah. not your typical flowers. It's a mixture of That's right. beauty. It's a potpourri of... See, I just see a bunch of different flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I see, but I'm with Jesse. Is that a dandelion? Do I take it? And blow it? That's that's my our uh, our our uh, con- uh, what is it called? Uh, our scope of our flowers. We don't know that many. I mean, I don't know any of these flowers. Yeah, I see a couple of these weeds growing in my, yeah. in my yard. That's about they're it. Not weeds. Yeah, I, I know they're probably not yeah. weeds. So thank you so much uh, well, for the awesome flowers. Yeah. Let's, so let's uh. Before we wrap it up, no, I was saying thanks. I know, I know, but before we wrap it up, um, we got two more, and then we'll go with the Whittier questions. Um, so last, last, or one of the seconds. This is really last. fun, right? <laughs> um, so what, what, um, why should citizens or residents vote for you um, rather than the next candidate? Um, well, you know. We need diversity. <laughs> we need, um, I want to see a woman in the council, and I'm going to put a woman in the council. <laughs> and um, we, we women, we, we lead different. We, I'm not saying that you men, you know, kudos okay. to you, but by nature we're caring and we're, we're moms and we have a pulse for the community. We're multitask, we're committed, and you guys as well too, but... The council hasn't had that for a very long time. And we do have a woman in the council, but I am, um, and, and kudos to her, but um, I, I'm right there with the community. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a Whittier City School board member. I, I can relate to people of all diverse backgrounds, different trajectory. I, I'm, I have experienced leadership. And so I didn't just, you know, say, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to do it. You know, I, I've been doing the work for Whittier. I, um, you can, you, you know about me. And um, I, I've been a cultural arts commissioner. I, I want to foster the arts and continue to cultivate the arts in our community. Everything we do is art. I'm an active volunteer. I'm devoted to my community. I, I've been a long-term resident for the past 15 years. So I am Whittier. Yeah. And um, I want a better Whittier for my children as well and for all the children, the next generation of Whittier is at Whittier City. Yeah. Whittier City territory is larger than District 2. Um, we have 6,000 children. And that's the next Whittier is 99% Latinos. Mm. And so um, we need a government that is relevant, that is accessible, and that is current. Yeah. Um, and that will listen and that will be with the people. I am Everywhere because I have four kids and we have to be everywhere. I am not for the too many at one time high rise apartments and condominiums that are creating high traffic and just a stress to public safety and just more um, high density. I am for low income homes, um, but development has to be strategically done and it has to be done smart and and, uh, not just reactive we don't create more problems by developing I'm definitely I don't know where that motel idea came from I mean I'm not for motels and I I actually was offended the other day at one of the uh, forum and I'm not going to name person but 
one of the, 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 the persons said, well, we were never going to approve the motel, and we knew that, but we had to go through the process, but all these people had to come to the city council and create all that noise. What? <laughs> when we speak, it's noise? No, that really was said. No. When I speak, it's not noise. When you speak, it's not noise. So um, I, I'm, I'm a very open-minded person. I am for the people. I'm a collaborator. I'm a communicator. I'm, I'm a leader in my community. I, I'm not for oil drilling in our hills. We need to look at, um, you know, the, what, you know, I, I'm just not. I'm not for oil in our drills. And so we need to revitalize our shopping area. We have, um, we have a lot of people. You know, we have people from all economic means in Whittier City. Um, but we have a large population of our district that doesn't really shop in Whittier. Why not? Explore that market. We spend. I shop. Sometimes I have to go out of my city and I want to stay in my city. So there are many parents that they just, they live closer to Pico and they go to Pico. They have markets that are more relevant to their tastes or their needs. And so we need to evolve. It cannot just be what we have, Correct. even if it worked before, or if it's currently working, we need to evolve. So vote for me, vote for me because, um, you know, I mean, if you want change, vote for me. And uh, be very, very, very careful when you go out to vote because um, you do have four choices. You have four choices and um, you're gonna split the vote. Yep. And the status quo will win. And, um, and nobody will get elected ever. And so um, I urge you to vote Irela Perez. I've been here in the community. And you know, you, know my, you know my faults, you know my wins, you know my character. I'm not a new fad. I just didn't like start becoming active six months ago. Um, I've been here. I, you have my contact information. I'll meet with you. And um, I, I, I'll be honored if you if you get out and please vote, register to vote, and vote Irela Perez. There you go. So she took care of that second question. Yeah, I know, right? I was, yeah. I was looking at the second question. Well, I'll throw it out there just in case you want to add anything. Okay. If you are elected, what should uh, we expect? And, and again, you you probably nailed all of these, but is anything else you want to share? I'm not going to make you a false promise. You see, I have the experience to. I'm a policymaker. Mm-hmm. So I know how governments work. It's not like I'm going to tell you, I'm going to promise you this. No. The way it works is in a council of five, three come up with a vote. And in order to come up with a vote, you have to do a lot of relationship building, trust building. You have to do your homework, build your capacity, and sometimes negotiating, bargaining, and, and a lot of the times stepping up and fighting. And so um, I'm not going to play people off. I am for the people. Um, and so I'm not going to, um, no, I'm, 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 I'm for people. So I will tell you, I'll work, you know, tell me your concerns and let's do it together. I will teach you how to go, go lobby. Like at the school district, parents come and they tell me I'm frustrated about blah, 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 blah. And I can call the superintendent and I say, fix it. But how good would that do? I tell them, have you done this, 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 or that? And then they say, no. Well, they go ahead and do that and then come back and then tell me. Or I tell them, you know, this is what you need to do and I'll guide you to the process. 
all the way up to the school board. I'll teach you. If I do it for you and I fix it for you, then I'm only handicapping you. So we build leaders. That that's my that's what I do. Build leaders. So, um, yes, <laughs> taking a little video mm-hmm. now. <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's get into some. Well, I would say funner questions, but just yeah, I know this pumps you up. More unserious questions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, these are some just wittier <coughs> questions. Yes. So if, if you were to go grab some lunch with your little ones or grab a cup of coffee, what are maybe some of your favorite uh, places or your go-to places here, whether in Uptown or in the city of Woody? You know, this is the most difficult question. I know. And I'll tell you why. No, I tell you why. I've been listening to your episodes, right? There you go. And I don't really want to promote one business and not the other, right? Mm-hmm. I am for family-oriented business. I want to walk to Uptown, and I want to eat ice cream here. We, we, we're ice cream lovers, and, um, and I lead the pack. <laughs> and I want to come eat here, but I want to come here and eat somewhere where it's clean, and I want to walk somewhere where it's clean and where we're proud of it. Um, so if I start naming businesses... Is that okay? Yeah. Well, the, well, the reason why we we started asking okay. that question was because <laughs> yeah, Jesse likes eating. Yeah. So. <laughs> I want to know a good place to go. Yeah. No, um, we you know the whole idea is that we want to showcase Whittier. Okay. And so for somebody who's listening, who maybe doesn't, maybe they go to their go to all the time. Okay. We want to offer them. I will be open minded. I'll go. get out of my comfort zone. I'll tell you because I said I wasn't going to name <laughs> names, but okay. Maybe give us your top I've, three. Okay. So I've been going since I was, uh, since before, since I came to Whittier, before I was pregnant, right? To um, Amichi. Amichi restaurant? Which one's that one? Japanese. Oh, Amachi? Amachi. Oh, by Nemo's. Yes. See, I've never oh been. Oh my God, let's go. let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go with the family. We love it. <laughs> really? We actually, we call it miso soup because the kids couldn't, you know, they, 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 didn't, they couldn't, you know, they didn't yeah. couldn't talk at this time and they like the miso soup because they give you miso soup and just say miso soup, miso soup. <laughs> so when we go there, it's, it's, it's just home. It's family. Okay. Right? Okay. See, I, I would have never guessed let's that. Let's go. Let's the go. First, let's the go. first year I see people coming in and out, I think it's a massage place. Like, <laughs> I never even think it's a, it's a restaurant. We call it Miso Soup, but it's Amachi, right? Amachi, and so right next to Mimos. Mimos? Yeah. Oh, interesting story. I love me. We love Mimo, too. Mimo, I was going to give birth to my child, my first one, and I was determined. It was. Yeah, I planned my babies. They were all planned. Hmm. And so I was going to have that baby on that day because it was that weekend, and I needed to get back to work in the yeah. next 40 days, and so it was going to be that weekend. So at the time, my husband, I said, we're going home. We're going. We're not coming back. Yeah. We're not coming, but we're going to breakfast, and we're not coming back. Nice. We're going to go to Whittier College. We're going to go eat at Mimos, and then we're going to go eat at Whittier College, and we're going to go up and down the stairs until this baby <laughs> drops. <laughs> and I was huge. And so I told the gentleman from Mimo, and I said, I'm, I'm having this baby today. Yeah. And he says, the baby's going to come when the baby wants to come. So after my beautiful, nice meal at Mimos, I um, – I was too tired to walk. There you and go. I was waddling. <laughs> I went to home. take a nap at home. I woke up from the nap, and I went right to the hospital. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so, so, Mimos. So, Mimos. So Mimos, Mimos, Mimos Ami- Amachi, and oh, New Canton. We okay. love New Canton. Okay. Kids love New Canton. Mm, now I can't stop. Crepes and grapes. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. We go where we're welcome, and we always feel right at home at Rocky Cola. Okay. Mother of four yeah, yeah, yeah. with little babies. I gone with the kids when they were, every time with a stroller, right? Yeah. So plenty of space at Rocky yeah. Cola. There and affordable. Go. They have kids' meals. Yeah, yeah. 
we're into yoga land right now. Okay. Up the quad. Uh-huh. All right. Every time, I don't get anything for it, but it's a good community resource. Every time it rains, if it's rain and it's wet outside, even if it stops sprinkling, but it's wet outside, it's buy one, get one out. Oh, Which man. Place? Double points. There you Yogurt go. Land? Yogurt land. If now I'm going to go every yeah. Just get a bucket and just yeah. throw it on there. <laughs> it's 90 degrees outside. Points, and points gets you free yogurt. So the other day it wasn't raining, right? And I told the kids, I, I you know, we had a hard day. And I, I said, you know, kids, we're going to go out. Um, we're going to go out to yogurt land. And they said, they were surprised. Like, Mommy, it's not raining. Yeah. <laughs> we got points. It's okay. <laughs> I said, no, my love, you know, um, sometimes you go out to celebrate. And sometimes you just um, go out to get together as a family and just rebuild and just just gather some energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yogurt land, when yeah, it rains. Yeah. So, see, that's the reason why we ask. There you go. Now you we were all right. Know something. You were right. So, the last question we have is um, if, if something's missing here in Whittier, what is it? A business? Uh, just anything. New leadership. It's missing okay. new leadership. We need new leadership. And um, to the council that is here right now, um, I'm friends with the council. I have no, you know, I, you know, thank you. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you. Honorably, thank you. I love my Whittier. It's time. It's time, Whittier. Let's let's get to vote. Let you know, get out to vote, register to vote, vote, vote for Irela Perez. Vote for someone you know. Mm-hmm. Vote for give a woman a chance. There you go. <laughs> awesome. So how could people connect with you and your campaign? Okay. So five six two cell phone text. Personal. My personal cell phone is 562-556-8268. My email. Send a text or call me. That way you don't get caught in the spam and then I can find you. But it's Dr. Irela Perez at yahoo.com. And go to my website, www.drirelaperez. No. Yeah, com. And Christine will put them all in the note portion of the podcast. So it'll be easy for Or the collab opens this Friday. That's right. And we can just meet at the collab. Yeah. There you go. Or Yogurt Land. Yeah. Yogurt Land. <laughs> when it rains. Wait until it rains. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. it rains. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Again, thank you for coming on. And uh, we wish you the best. You know. Thank um, you. Thank you. Hopefully we, we, we get some um, some new life in there. Thank you. And um, yeah, I mean, progress, right? Progress. So. New blood, new leadership, new ideas. Get new out there century. and vote. Get out yeah, and vote. Get out there and, vote. Vote. Yeah. and if you don't know how to register to vote or having problems learning how to register to vote, Call Christine at 562. <laughs> Christine will come to your house and show you how to register. Call Irela Perez, 562-556-8268. I'll come with the kids. There you go. <laughs> I, and I always joke about it, uh, it uh, talking about Christine because Christine is very, I mean, she's very involved. Talk about community. Um, she's very involved uh, here locally mm-hmm. um, in politics, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so you could catch her um, at every event, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, every restaurant. Every oh, well, <laughs> aside from the restaurant, but at every event, with yeah. that, that definitely supports local local yes. communities. So, yeah. again, uh, thank though. you again. Thank you so and, much. And uh, we wish you the best. Gracias. Right. Thank you. Bye, Whittier. Bye, Whittier. Bye, Whittier. Bye, Whittier.